0: The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Luke 2:10 and 11. Hello and welcome to The Well, a spiritual growth podcast from Saddleback Church. My name is Brandon Bathauer. I'm excited to journey with you into this season of Advent. Advent is a season to anticipate and celebrate the arrival of Jesus in the past, the present, and the future. May this be a moment of pause for you, a refreshing reorienting in the presence of the God who is with us. To start, find a quiet place, get away from all the noise and the busy, and get settled. Angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Luke 2:10 and 11 I've always come up short on the understanding of this word, joy. I'm not really sure I know what this word means. How would you explain joy to someone else? I've always been taught that it was different than happiness. That happiness fades, but joy lasts. Maybe that happiness was attached to material possessions, but joy was about more important things like people or ideas. I guess I've thought that happiness is an emotion, while joy is a perspective. Maybe all of these are true, but recently I heard something from a world-renowned neuroscientist that really struck me. Instead of defining it in the abstract, he described joy as a relational reality. He said, joy is the elation that comes from someone being glad to see you. That joy floods our system when our brain observes that someone else is truly delighted to be with us. Now, as usual, science is catching up with the Bible. The Bible is known for speaking large truths in relational terms. And joy, specifically, is mentioned often in light of God's real presence with us. Psalm 1611 says, You lead me in the path of life I experience absolute joy in your presence. That phrase, in your presence, is actually directly translated as near your face. The psalmist is saying here to God, when I am near your face, when your face shines on me, I experience absolute joy. Now, this definition of joy I can understand. I felt it. My four-month-old little girl is named Ray. And when I look at her, when I place my face close up to hers and I smile, she lights up like a light bulb. Her eyes widen. Her little arms and legs start kicking. It seems like she comes alive in that moment. When my face shines on her, when her brain tells her that I'm glad to be with her, She is experiencing joy, and you know when she experiences joy in my presence, it's funny because I experience joy in her presence. Her smile back at me fills me, it's like a beautiful upward spiral of cuteness and warmth. This is joy. Yes, it is something that lasts when happiness fades, yes, it is something deeper and the feelings you get with material possessions. But at its core, joy is a relational reality. Joy is not joy unless it's tied to someone. And this is why joy is proclaimed on that quiet, still night when the angel arrived to those shepherds. Good news that will bring great joy to all people. What is this news? Not just some rationally true principle that a divine being out there somewhere loves you. Not just some proclaimed statement of fact. No, the good news is a proclamation of a relational reality. That our Father has come near. That his love is so tangible for us humans. That like a father with his child, He has kneeled down, entered into our space, and is smiling extravagantly on us. Take a moment and let this reality, this real truth of God stepping into our reality, let it rest on you, this good news of your loving Father's real nearness to you. Soak in the face shining upon you. angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Luke 2, 10 and 11. Good news that will cause great joy. These Jewish shepherds under Roman occupation After hundreds of years of cultural, political, and religious imperialization, not to mention the day-by-day difficulty of their jobs, they needed good news. And we're the same. We are needing this good news that causes great joy. I am needing that. And I figure you're needing that as well. Beneath the headlines, the political division the fear of sickness, the fear of loss, there seems to be a deep and throbbing pain of needing love, needing community, or needing closeness. And as our world seems to be fraying at the seams and divisions between us are becoming chasms, you need joy. I need joy. You need that experience of someone being glad to be with you, of feeling wanted, of feeling cared for. As a follower of Jesus, you are responsible for offering this joy to others. But it's no good to offer someone something that you are running low on. When was the last time you experienced this joy, the elation of being the glimmer in someone else's eye, that feeling that, comes from walking into a room and knowing that you are wanted. God's face is shining on you right now. If you are in Christ, you are his beloved son or daughter. The good news of Emmanuel, God with us, is meant to bring you joy. But this may still just seem too far away. Sometimes, God gives us glimpses of his love for us by showing his love through others. To be filled with joy, begin by jumping back to a memory when you felt joy. Are you married? Take a moment to sit in that moment that you or your spouse walked down an aisle. Go back to that memory. What eyes looked at you in that moment? Do you have any kids or nieces or nephews? Spend some time soaking in the moments of being eye-to-eye with them, the smile on their face. Do you have a dog that is so happy to see you every time you come home that their back legs can barely handle the tail wagging? Do you have a memory of a time when a parent or adult looked on you with deep satisfaction and pride at some accomplishment? Whatever it is, go to that moment. Sit in it. God designed us to be loved, and our brain is constantly hungry for observing acceptance from others. When we experience love in these moments, the result is joy. So whatever difficulties face you right now, go back to that memory let joy wash over you again, then thank your God, the one who gave you that moment, for such a good gift, such a good image of His love for you. A Savior is born to you. And what will be the sign of this Savior? A lightning strike in the sky? God's loud voice booming and echoing through the cosmos? No. The sign of this good news that causes great joy is a baby carrying God's very presence into the world. Joy isn't some disembodied, rationalistic idea. Joy is a relational reality. And that is what we celebrate in Jesus' coming. A relational reality. God with us. God with you. A good news for all people. The thing about joy is that it is meant to multiply. Just like my interactions with my baby daughter, her joy brings me joy. God shines his face on you, and we with unveiled faces are meant to shine that joy to others. We are meant to be mirrors reflecting God's pleasure and affection to the world around us. It is good to sit and be reminded that God is happy to be with us, to soak in his affection for us. But that cannot be the end. God's mission is meant to be an always outward-oriented love. So who needs joy right now around you? Take a few moments and ask God to bring to mind a few people in your social circles, your work, family, neighborhood, that need some joy who need an incarnated, real reminder that someone is happy they exist. You get the opportunity to reflect God's love for them, to them, through you. Ask God who He wants you to bring joy to, and once God brings someone to mind, write their name down on your phone on a piece of paper. Then. After this, give them a call. Let them hear in your voice that you are glad to be with them, even virtually. No agenda, no need to make a point. Just let them experience the God-given joy that comes from your attention and love. Giver of all joy. Thank you for your deep affection for me that neither death nor life, angels or rulers, nor things present or things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate me from your love in Christ Jesus. May you bless me and keep me and remind me of your face shining upon me. And may I so internalize this love that the joy it produces in me flow out to others like an ever-flowing stream. In Jesus' name, Amen.